0: Hello everyone, this is Joey Cagle, and though not tech news, President Donald Trump is in the hospital with COVID-19. Even though we have major disagreements with him, and I personally don't like the guy, I don't wish death upon him, I don't wish COVID-19 on him, I hope he gets well soon. Our thoughts and prayers are with him at this time. And I hope you're all doing well. We've got a bit of tech news this week, including Amazon getting into virtual tourism and letting you pay with your palm. Lenovo releases the world's first foldable PC. A hotfix driver has been released for the new RTX cards. And there's some PC games available for free right now on the Epic Game Store, including one being made free this next week. A hydrogen-powered passenger plane completed its first flight, and scientists believe there's salty lakes under the surface of Mars. This is the tech news and commentary on Joey's Totally Tech. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the October 5th, 2020 edition of the Tech News and Commentary on Joey's Totally Tech. First, we've got the general tech news. Facebook is opening the Predictions app to all users. Facebook's community for crowdsourced predictions and collective insights, known as Forecast, is now available for people in the US and Canada to participate in. Anyone can view their website, but people in other countries can't participate yet. The platform presents questions which people can answer and provide short responses. Facebook's test found that requiring people to explain how they arrived at their answers encouraged measured, respectful conversation. Forecast is available on the Forecast website as well as an iOS app. You know, Forecast sounds like a really great idea in my opinion. We get in so many arguments, particularly political arguments on Facebook right now. And I think if we just explain how we arrive at our answers to a lot of these uh, issues that we have right now, we'd be a whole lot better off. We'd be able to understand each other a bit better. And right now, I don't think there's that. Of course, there's the uh, thing about uh, the other person needing to be willing to listen to I think there's a whole lot of people not willing to listen, but it seems like the people on the Forecast app are a, are willing to both explain their position and willing to listen to others. So that is great. Amazon is getting into virtual tourism. Amazon Explore is the new Amazon tech platform. And marketplace, which offers access to live virtual experiences with people from around the world. The platform was in the works well before the global travel restrictions. A public beta of the service will launch soon for Amazon's U.S. customers. Prices of the platform are set by the host between ten dollars to two hundred dollars for a session, which lasts about. 35 minutes to an hour. It displays audio and video, and customers are able to save images from the experience and download them afterward. When the pandemic ends, Amazon will have established relationships with tour guides around the world, allowing them to expand their service into in-person tours and experiences. Amazon One allows you to pay with your palm. Amazon Go stores in Seattle will soon use Amazon's palm recognition technology known as Amazon One. It uses the human palm as identification, much like your fingerprint since the palm print is also unique to each person. They link this to the person's account. Amazon also plans to offer the service to third parties like retailers, stadiums, and office buildings. Palm ID was chosen over other biometric alternatives because identity can't be determined by just looking at an image of their palm. And it requires someone to make an intentional gesture to hold over the device to use it. Anyone can use the service as long as they have a phone number, credit card, and a palm. And customers can delete biometric data if they no longer wish to use the service. Google has announced the Pixel 5 for $699. The Google Pixel 5 will be available in eight countries on October 15th and in the US on October 29th for $699. You can now pre-order the device, which features a Snapdragon 765G processor with Qualcomm's integrated X52 modem for 5G support, IPX8 water resistance, reverse wireless charging, 8GB of RAM, and more. The display is a 6 inch 2340x1080 OLED panel with a full edge to edge display and hole punch selfie camera. There are two rear cameras and a 12.2 megapixel main camera that has a 77 degree field of view and a 16 megapixel ultra wide which shoots at 107 degrees. Google's Assistant new Hold For Me feature. This is a new feature for Pixel phones that lets users put down their phones while they're on hold and get an alert when the call has resumed. Pixel device owners can activate the feature by pressing a button after they've been placed on hold. The phone will display a message that says, don't hang up. The user can return to the call at any point, and a message will let the user know if there's still music playing on the line. The feature will come with the Pixel 5 devices and will be rolled out to older generation Pixel devices in the next Pixel feature drop. I think that's a pretty cool feature. I hate being on hold. I'd rather be doing other things while I'm on hold. So, you know, that's an amazing feature, I love that. Uh, I'd like it to be rolled out to other phones beyond the Pixel, though. I mean, why stop at the Pixel? I guess it's just a premium uh, service you're offering, Google. And Apple, it would be nice for you to have that feature as well. Google Maps AR directions will soon show landmarks to help you with orientation. Google is adding new features to its augmented reality mode of Google Maps. Users can now see visual cues marking landmarks in live view, including information for how far away the landmark is and directions to the landmark. This feature will go live soon on both Android and iOS and will support 25 cities. Additional features to live view include location sharing, increased accuracy, and easier access to sub-features. Lenovo is releasing the world's first foldable PC. Lenovo's ThinkPad X1 Fold is a foldable 13-inch OLED laptop screen available for pre-order starting at $2,499. It has an optional detachable keyboard which converts the Fold into a full 13-inch notebook when docked. It's using Intel's Lakefield processors, has two USB-C ports, a SIM card slot, 8GB of RAM, up to 1TB of storage, and a 50-watt-hour battery. The device weighs in at 2.2 pounds. 5G support can also be added. Other additions to Lenovo's line include the ThinkBook X1 Nano, ThinkBook 13s Gen 2, ThinkBook 14s Yoga, and the ThinkBook 15 Gen 2. Microsoft's X80, or, uh, X64 emulation rather, on ARM PCs. Microsoft announced it's working on ARM X64 emulation for Windows on ARM, which will mean applications like Adobe Creative Suite would finally work on the platform. Microsoft Chief Product Officer Panos Panay said, quote, We will also expand support for running X64 apps with X64 emulation starting to roll out to the Windows Insider program in November, end quote. Emulation isn't as efficient as running apps natively, but it does work. Apple showed off an example of their emulation at WWDC 2020 in June, where the Rosetta 2 software translates X64 app code to ARM code. In that demo, it ran smoothly, but of course Rosetta is Apple's proprietary software, and we don't know how well Microsoft's emulation will run as of yet. Windows own ARM can currently run both 32-bit and 64-bit native ARM apps and emulate 32-bit x86 apps. However, many software developers have stopped supporting 32-bit versions of their applications in recent years. Tesla's full self-driving autopilot beta coming in a month or so. Elon Musk recently announced Tesla is going to release a private beta of the full self-driving version of its Autopilot software in the coming months. Musk is driving a bleeding-edge alpha build of the Autopilot himself. Engineers at Tesla had to overhaul major parts of the Autopilot, including changing how the system sees the world. The system now labels 3D video rather than 2D images and takes information from all eight of its cameras at the same time. Musk is also planning an IPO for SpaceX's Starlink business. Musk plans to list Starlink on the market in several years when revenue growth is smooth and predictable. It's an important new revenue stream for SpaceX. They're working to offer broadband internet commercially by the end of the year. Musk tweeted he would give small retail investors top priority in the initial IPO. South Korea plans to launch 6G trials in 2026. South Korean government has confirmed plans it will test out its 6G network in 2026. It plans to make the service commercially available by 2028. This will cost about $169 million over five years. 6G is expected to provide speeds roughly five times faster than 5G, around one terabit per second. That's pretty amazing. Imagine speeds that fast on your phone. I mean, I think we could throw away our Ethernet if we get speeds that high. Startups in India want to build their own app stores to bypass Google. About 60 executives from dozens of Indian companies are joining together to create an Indian app store as an alternative to Google Play. Next year, these companies will have to give 30% of in-app payments to Google if they continue to use the Play Store. Google removed an Indian payment app from the Play Store last month. This scared Indian startups and raised questions about how much control Google has over the country's internet. 99% of smartphones sold in India use Android. And there's no real alternatives to the Play Store for developers at the moment. So I know there had been other app stores. There are other app stores available for Android. I'm reviewing the on PC still. And there's other app stores you could use. But I know not a lot of them have traction that Google Play Store does. A Chinese Tesla competitor reveals flying car at Beijing auto show. Xping Motors unveiled a drone-like vehicle called the Kiwi GoGo at the 2020 Beijing International Automotive Exhibition. It's equipped with eight turbofans and can carry two passengers up to 82 feet high. Xpeng has plans to develop a flying car to create new avenues for its research into mobility and electrification. They plan to be more than just a Tesla clone as they are branching out into various forms of electric mobility. And we'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back to the Joey's Totally Tech tech news and commentary. It's time for the gaming news. NVIDIA releases GeForce Hotfix driver to address black screen bug and game crashes. On Friday, NVIDIA released a new hotfix driver which will fix many of the bugs that people have been experiencing with the RTX 3080 cards. Driver 456.71 is an optional hotfix driver, so if you haven't been having any problems, you don't have to install it. Some users have experienced a black screen bug, others have experienced game crashing and kicking players back to the desktop. This driver also fixes an issue that causes Fortnite's crash when enabling RTX features and fixes low frame rates in Divinity Original Sin 2. The RTX 3070 retail launch has been pushed back to October 29th, a day after AMD's Radeon RX 6000 series reveal. NVIDIA announced the retail will launch the RTX 3070 on October 29th, just weeks after the launch of the RTX 3090 and 3080 graphics cards. Those graphics cards had limited quantities at launch, and NVIDIA updated its schedule to make sure this doesn't happen at the 3070 launch. This revised launch date is now a day after Radeon RX 6000 series unveil. AMD's Radeon RX 6000 series unveil, rather. People in the market for a new graphics card in this range should probably wait to see what AMD has to offer for the same price point. By the way, I'm aware there are AMD 6000 series rumors, but as none of this has been confirmed, we are not reporting any of that yet. Company unveils robot boots for VR locomotion with Half-Life Demo. Ecto VR unveiled a pair of robotic boots called the Ecto-1, which allows users to move through VR environments using real steps without moving through the room. No wires or straps are required. The shoes are made from carbon fiber material, and the company says they are lightweight. There are rotating plates at the bottom of the boots, which can twist with the user's motion, and a series of wheels to control the user's position. It's equipped with brakes to stop the boots from moving when the user stands still. So, I don't know, this sounds a bit like... Ghostbusters? Is it Ecto and Ecto-1, something from Ghostbusters? Could Sony potentially sue over this? I really don't know. GOG Galaxy 2.0 is going to facilitate Epic Games purchases. A new beta allows the purchasing of games from other online PC stores, including Epic's gaming store. It's available by invites only right now, and allows users to browse and purchase a number of Epic Game Store titles that were formerly exclusive, like The Outer Worlds, MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries, and Mortal Shell. If you want to sign up for this beta, you can do so at GOGGalaxy.com. Any games available via the app will be covered by the more generous refund policy of GOG, allowing 30 days to request refunds. Epic bought games via GOG Galaxy will require you to have an Epic Games Store account. Once you've bought it, you can launch the games through either GOG Galaxy or the Epic Launcher. GOG has hinted other titles from the store will become available as well. Epic Games Store is giving away Rising Storm 2 Vietnam this week, and Abzu, Piku Niku currently are available for free. From October 8th to 15th, you can get Rising Storm 2 Vietnam and Abzu for free. Piku Niku is available for free right now through October 8th. In addition, in news we missed last week, Psionics has made Rocket League free-to-play as of September 23rd. The Rocket League announcement was made back in July. And now for the space and science news. Dynamic tattoos might warn wearers of health threats. Over the past few years, nanotech tattoos have been developed. They can show changes in a person's biochemistry, warn wearers of radiation exposure, or detect the presence of UV light. The tattoo warns the user to wear skin protection if there's too much UV light, and that uses a UV-activated dye inside of a plastic nanocapsule. The nanocapsule is required to keep the body from cleaning out the ink. After applied, the tattoos are invisible until they are exposed to UV rays and then turn blue. Scientists are also working on temperature-sensitive inks to use as thermometers. Wearable temporary electronic tattoos can be used for sensing electrophysiological signals as well as for controlling mobile devices. They are less permanent than traditional tattoos, but can use battery-powered electronics. There's not much known about the safety of normal tattoo inks, as the FDA doesn't regulate them, and more research is needed to understand what the long-term effects of these inks might be. Researchers say they are able to predict epileptic seizures up to an hour in advance. Researchers at Ben gurion University of the Negev in Israel have developed a wearable electroencephalogram – I think I mispronounced that – or an EGG device. This is called Eponus, which they claim predict epileptic seizures for up to an hour before onset. It uses machine learning algorithms to al- analyze the brain. It uses machine learning algorithms to analyze brain activity and detect potential seizures. It can send a warning to connected smartphones as well. There are devices on the market that detect seizures in real time. But none of them can give advance warning. Researchers at the University of Louisiana at Lafayette also unveiled an AI prediction model of their own last year. It was said to offer a similar level of prediction accuracy as the EpiNus. It was also capable of alerting patients up to an hour in advance. These warnings can help patients prepare for the onset of a seizure by taking medication. Anyone who doesn't respond well to medications can also have the chance to minimize the risk of seizure-related injuries. It will likely be some time before this device is available to epilepsy patients, however. A new startup, NeuroHelp, has licensed the Epidus Tech for further development and commercialization clinical trials for a prototype are scheduled later this year so i mean that's amazing i've known people with epilepsy gosh i'm having trouble speaking all of a sudden i'm sorry but yes i've known people with epilepsy and i've seen some of them have seizures and it can be quite scary Uh, a way to warn about uh seizures coming up is great in my opinion and I don't know why it's just my opinion. Uh, I think everyone should feel that's great, right? But uh, yeah, so this would definitely help those who have epilepsy, especially uh, if you have epilepsy. Uh, that would be awesome. Uh, I know uh, Brent from UFD Tech on YouTube has a son who has a, condi- a condition where one of the symptoms is epilepsy. This would probably also majorly help him carbon-based computers let's talk about that using transistors or transistor based i'm sorry carbon-based computers let's talk about that using transistors based on carbon rather than silicon may boost computer performance significantly Working with carbon circuits was previously impossible due to insufficient technology, but now a team of scientists at the University of California has created wire made entirely of carbon. It's a type of graphene nanoribbon made to conduct electrodes between semiconducting nanoribbons in all carbon transistors. These nanoribbons allow chemical access to a wide range of structures that weren't possible with nanotubes. Carbon-based computers can compute many times faster than silicon computers using just a fraction of the power. Robots and magnetic soap help scientists rethink oil spill cleanups. Oil spills can take months or years to clean up and devastate the environment, as well as threaten local communities that rely on the sea for their livelihood. Researchers have developed a sponge with a coating of magnetic nanostructures and a carbon-based surface which attracts and binds to oil, allowing the sponge to absorb more than 30 times its weight in oil. Magnetic soap, which is composed of dissolvable iron-rich salts, dissolvable iron-rich salts rather, are uh, also another solution. These soaps respond to magnetic fields and may one day be used for industrial cleaning operations and environmental cleanup procedures. Self-navigating robots could be used to collect oil as cleanup operations can be dangerous. This is a pretty cool advancement that we're making here. Uh, We've had problems with oil spills for years, and now we've got an easier way to clean that up. And I think this is going to be great in the long run for the environment, especially. We'll protect our marine life and other animals that get to that marine life, like birds that would eat the fish, for example keep them safe and healthy and everything's good racing to redesign sugar while some scientists are trying to find new artificial sweeteners sweeteners, others are modifying the sugar molecule so that it tastes sweeter the Israeli startup Dumatok I think it's pronounced is D-O-U-X M-A-T-O-K That's how it's spelled, so I'm saying do ma It's selling sugar crystals modified to be sweeter, so you can use 40% less of it, and it will still taste sweet, just as sweet as if you used a normal amount of sugar. 74% of consumers preferred this modified sugar to the real thing in taste test. People are becoming more aware of the health effects of consuming sugar, but the demand of sweet products is still high. Sugar is not easy to replace, with the industry making several attempts at using artificial sweeteners without much success. I think this modified sugar is probably a better way to go about it, honestly. We've had problems with things like aspartame potentially causing cancer and other conditions. Uh, Modifying the sugar to make it sweeter so that you use less of it is probably going to be very beneficial to uh, everyone who's uh, wanting to reduce their sugar intake. Brain-computer interface can transform thoughts into images. Researchers at the University of Helsinki have used AI to create a system that can translate signals from the brain into images of what a person is thinking of. So far, research on brain-computer interfaces has been limited to simple actions. Using machine learning has enabled researchers to create a more flexible, adaptable system. The researchers used a generative adversarial network to train the system by having participants focus on different areas of images and validating the computer generated response. The results show strong evidence that this method is highly effective. A self-erasing chip for security and anti-counterfeit theft or tech. I'm going to redo that. A self-erasing chip for security and anti-counterfeit tech. Scientists have created a type of self-erasing chip which can store information until it's exposed to heat and light. They do this by stretching a thin film of azobenzenes. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly or not. It's a type of molecule which shrinks in reaction to UV light over a semiconductor. Messages stored on the chip will self-destruct in seven days, or can instantly be erased with a flash of blue light. When erased, the chip can record new information again. This semiconductor is made from a beyond-graphene material, but unlike graphene, it it can emit light at particular frequencies. A hydrogen-powered passenger plane has completed its maiden flight. Zero Avia's six-seater Piper M-class aircraft, which was retrofitted with a device to convert it to using hydrogen fuel, completed its maiden flight this past week. Zero Avia describes this trip as the world's first, but other hydrogen fuel-celled passenger planes already exist. Zero Avia wants to start flying passengers on these zero-emission flights soon. The next step is to carry out a flight between 250 to 300 nautical miles using hydrogen fuel cells. Zero Avia hopes to do this before the end of the year. Finally, salty lakes beneath the surface of Mars... Researchers that have found evidence of saltwater beneath the southern polar cap of Mars in 2018 recently analyzed 134 new radar profiles of the planet and found evidence of several salty lakes beneath the surface of Mars. The extreme salt content might not be hospitable for life, might not be hospitable for life rather, but some extrema I'm sorry, it's another big word. Extremophilic organisms could still exist there. These types of organisms are found in places that are permanently cold on Earth and may also be found on other planets. The search for life will require drilling technology that we're not capable of sending to space just yet... Uh, NASA's Artemis program could pave the way for such exploration, beginning as soon as 2024. And that's it for this week's tech news and commentary. This has been your host, Joey Cagle, and I will catch you next time.